live from the poop deck of the Santa Maria, and brought to you by Quaker Instant Oatmeal. Discover the goodness of Quaker Oats. Oatmeal. I'm Delmon. And I'm Malicious. And this is EQ2 Talk. This is episode number 71, and we are recording on October 12th, 2013. And Allie, why don't we still have theme music at this point? Well, I almost drowned while bobbing for apples. Well, did you at least get an apple? I did. Was it a red delicious? It was a honey crisp. I don't know what that is. (laughs) It's a good apple. Is it a good apple? Yes. I only know Granny Smith's and red delicious. That's all you know? You don't know Fuji? I don't know Fuji. The Fuji are good apples too. Okay, I, I you know, I don't know. I, well, I know pie. I'm sure you do. Is that a type of apple? You could have an apple pie. <laughs> I love an apple pie. Who doesn't? Who does? Especially coming up this time of year. So, uh, before though, we get into all our harvest uh, foods, and let's say quickly, Allie, happy Thanksgiving to all our Canadian friends up there north of the border. When is the Canadian Thanksgiving? I believe it is this weekend, actually. Really? Now, do the French Canadians have, uh, do they celebrate at Canadian Thanksgiving as well? Or are they special? And do they do it in some other month? Like uh, July? No, I I think they do uh, have it at the same time. I'm just wondering, I I would imagine, do they smother their apple pie with like maple syrup? Because they're Canadian? Well, of course. Well, I'm wondering about what the French Canadians do that's special. They must do fromage. I mean, they must do something different, right? Isn't that the whole point of being French-Canadian? Is to be different? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they get loony and toonies. (laughs) But yes, happy Thanksgiving. I guess it's happy Thanksgiving. I don't know. I don't know how you say happy Thanksgiving in (laughs) French-Canadian. I don't know, but I heard that French-Canadian is the language of love. Really? Well, let me ask you this, though. In, in, In Quebec. Do you, do you think their turkeys go, lur gobble, lur gobble? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think, fortunately, we've only, I think we've only insulted one province. So maybe <laughs> we should move on to emails at this point. I think that's probably wise. Okay. All right. So we have a lovely email here from Abby. And Abby writes about heroic characters send in the household. Not quite sure what that means. Allie and Dell. I'd like your thoughts on the upcoming heroic characters. If all goes according to plan, we'll see an influx of not only new and returning players, but maybe also seasoned MMO players from other games. Specifically, what classes do you see benefiting? Will there be tons of tanks to now group with? And what classes will get the short end of the stick? Don't let player X heal you. He's better at Grand Theft Auto. Thanks again for all you guys do. Signed, Abby. Sent for my iPhone while on the Orc Highway, stuck in traffic in the commuter lane. (laughs) So, Del, do you have any thoughts about uh, the massive influx 
of returning players and what that might do to the class balance and, uh, you know, having uh, different types of characters running around. Yeah, uh, I think let's let's maybe start with maybe the first question that kind of Abby had there. Uh, And let's say first off, certainly, uh, let's hope that Abby is not French Canadian. I hope not. Because then, well, actually, we know he's not because then it would be from Lur iPhone. (laughs) Or La Phone. (laughs) But uh, a huge influx of players, I think, is how he phrased it, didn't he? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think there's been a huge influx of players coming back now? We've had heroic characters for what, almost two weeks now or so. Well, uh, well, he didn't say huge. He said an influx, but okay. uh, I don't think we've seen an influx. I think we've seen, well, I don't know. I lived in a very tiny bubble. Um, but uh, in my tiny bubble, I have seen only <laughs> people who are already playing rolling these uh, heroic characters. You know, I think I think their goal originally was was with the Insta ninety uh, Insta nineties Insta eighty fives actually right here. I'm already rounding them up. I, I think it was a win back. I think that was their general goal, and I think they pretty much stated that at one point that while yes, veteran players can take advantage of this too. Our goal is a win back, something to ease players to come back into the game at max mm-hmm. level or high-end level, rather, so that they didn't have to trudge from, you know, 1 to 92 or 1 to 95. I I think it is a success. I think I do see more players coming back. Okay. Now, I guess all things are relative, right? Mm -hmm. Is my more one? (laughs) Is it two? I don't know. old friends come back? Actually, I have. I have seen. uh, just, Just today, actually... Uh, one of my original core uh, EQ1 friends okay. is, it came back to EQ2. He had originally played EQ2 back when it first launched, but then he went and played that other game uh, that launched just about the time EQ2 did. I'm, I'm sure you've, you might have heard of it. Yes. He saw the Instamax level, and, gee, maybe this is uh, something to take another look at. You know, I've been playing WoW for a long time. Or I've been playing another game, Grand Theft Auto, perhaps, and I, and I need a diversion from shooting and killing hookers all day long. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Although, I guess all I'm thinking now is uh, punching hookers in the face, face and taking their stuff. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, I, I, but I think, yeah, I mean, I was going to say at first, oh, yeah, Ellie, tons of players are coming back because every time I log in, there's at least two great divides, and there were three or four the other day. Well, that's uh, I, good. Yeah, but then, then, but you could easily counter that with saying, "Well, gee, Dell, how do you know that they're not all veteran players who just rolled up, you know, Insta eighty fives and are all in GD now?" Right. Uh, and I can't say that one way or the other. I don't know. All I know is that there are multiple instances of the Great Divide Zone now because that's where folks start. Yeah. So I don't know if if there's an influx of players coming back. I'd like to think there is. Mm-hmm. Well, here, let me ask you this. Of the percentage of, of Insta85s, how many would you think, if you had to put a number on it, what percentage do you think are, are new players coming back, or new players coming back to the game? I would say very few. Like, no more than 5 to 8%. Okay, so like single-digit level percentages. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I would right. say that at most, 5 to 8%. Well, maybe, maybe I've got the rose-colored glasses on. I was thinking conservatively, it's the 80-20 rule. At least 20% of them are win-back players. Okay. If not more. I don't know so why. So for I every 100 players, 20, uh, you you would say, are 
uh, Winmax. Well, now that you say it that way, now you're making me question what I thought. No, I'm just saying. I mean, when you put no, it into real numbers, that 80, 80 of 100 are currently playing, yeah. which is a lot. That's a large number. And, and 20 are, are, are former players. My guess is they're former players who maybe tried out EQ2 back in the day at some point. Um didn't find it was up, was for them or said, well, I'm going back to my other favorite MMO type of thing like that. Yeah, I'd like to think it's at least that. Maybe we can get some answers from somebody someday, someday soon. Yeah, I'd like to think that because I'd really like to know. You know, of course, there are, I think if we asked SOE in general what they're going to say, if, oh, of course, it's a huge success, right? How often do you get any company to admit, yeah, that was a miserable failure of an idea? <laughs> It's right. It's a huge success, right? Right. <laughs> Even when they're taking your name off the side of the building. That was still a great idea. Right, right, right. It just didn't blossom correctly. But I, I think a lot of players are coming back to what now what are they playing? You know, because that was the other part of Abby's question. What are they playing? You know, I, I got no idea what they're playing. Would it even matter? Yeah. Uh, it's hard to say because I think if, if you're a veteran player or not a veteran player, if you're not a veteran player, excuse me, and you've been away for three or four years. And you come back and you look at the list and there are 25 classes that are presented to you at, at character creation time. Yeah. Don't you feel a little overwhelmed? Well, I don't know. I would say if you're like a returning player, maybe some of them are going to be beast lords. Yeah, I think you'd get a lot of folks who are EQ1-ers who have come back uh, or EQ1-ers who are transitioning over to EQ2 to give it a try. Certainly beast lord is the most attractive yeah. Uh, because I think it also has the buzzword, this is new, so it must be better. <laughs> Isn't new always better, right? Right. At best, maybe they're saying, where's the Chandler? Right. Even though uh, that character isn't in the game yet. Uh, unless, though, you know, could you fall back on, gee, if, I, if, if the class in EQ2 existed in another MMO that you're playing? You know, so if you're coming from EQ1, you recognize Shadow Knight. Yeah. You don't necessarily recognize Coercer. Yeah. You recognize Necromancer. Sure. You don't recognize Templar, although it's Cleric. I, I recognize Cleric the archetype, uh, or, or the, the sub-archetype, I guess, what are, what do we call those? Uh, you recognize those, but it's, it's not exactly what you remember. So maybe you go down that path. I don't know. Do you, do you identify with what you used to play? Don't know. I don't know. What do people... I don't... Because I didn't play EQ1, really. So I don't even know what the classes were there. Okay, but maybe if you're coming from from uh, Warcraft. Well, I didn't play that either. Neither did I. But you know, Hunter sounds like Ranger. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No. Oh, okay. What but I, it is. But it, I don't think it sounds like that. Okay. <laughs> well, they have uh, they have Blood Knights or something, don't they? Or I don't know. I okay. Know. That sounds like Shadow Knight. It does sound like Shadow Knight. I think um, people would read the descriptions. I, I don't think they'll just go by the name. I think they'll read the descriptions and figure out what's what and go gravitate to what they are uh, familiar with. Yeah. I think at a high level, you could say they would gravitate to at least th- that, that archetype. Yeah. You know, the blues, the yellows, the greens, or the reds. So what's the most popular class? We had this question already on... Um, one of our Bristlebane shows, didn't we? I think we did. And it, was it Wizard? I don't remember. I, I don't either. But Wizard sounds like something that, you know, even if you've had no experience in 
say like D and D, but maybe you've seen Harry Potter. You, everybody knows what a wizard is. You're a wizard, Harry. Maybe everybody doesn't know what a shadow knight is or a right. paladin, right? Sounds kind yeah. of knightish, but I don't know. Well, plus wizards are, you know, they use magic and, you know, you would assume that you could, you know, blow things up. They blow crap up. Yeah. And and uh, as I was told by my son, blowing things up is awesome. Explosions are awesome. Well, everybody likes a boom. Well, yeah, explosions. So, yeah, I, I would I would tend to agree with that. I think, you know, wizard is probably the one that most people would gravitate towards uh, because it sounds easy. You you point and shoot. Yeah. Other ones start to sound like they've got complex things going on. If I had to guess, I think healer would be the most intimidating. Well, okay, we're kind of getting into – we're not talking to Abby anymore. Okay. Sorry, right? Abby. I mean, we're done with Abby, right? I mean, but Abby launched us into a nice conversation about this whole Insta85 thing, right? Yeah. So um, you're talking about what would be intimidating. I would think what would be intimidating would be playing a healer all the way from level one. So when someone asked me, you know, if you're going to, you know, I remember when, I remember when last week, uh <laughs> We were talking about, you know, the Insta85 dealie and, you know, what are you going to do? And I said, well, if I was going to roll a heroic character, I would roll something I don't really want to level. Something that's boring to level because I don't want to be bothered with those 85 levels. And that would end up being a healer because that's boring to me, to me personally. Uh, because I, I'm used to a DPS class and I enjoy it very much. I wouldn't bother rolling an 85 character that's going to blow things up because I would like to blow things up for 85 levels. I would rather use the 85 freebie on something that I don't want to be bothered leveling for 85 levels. Yeah. Uh, let me share this little story with you. When you know when they finally announced... Uh the dates and the for the Insta 85s. And, you know, that was the big buzz question that everybody was asking. What are you going to do? And I've kind of always wanted, even back to my EverQuest 1 days, uh, I've always wanted a Ranger. And I've been intimidated about creating a Ranger because I know a very good one. And I didn't want her looking over my shoulder telling me all the things that I'm doing wrong. <laughs> well, that's not fair because there's way better Rangers than you're not talking about me. I, there's way better rangers than me, and I don't. I mean, like, I don't care. I don't care. And the thing that's great about ranger is, who cares? You, you know, you're you. All you have to do is like kill things, and it's pretty easy to kill things. It's, it's way easier to be a ranger. I'm telling you, Del. When you do play a ranger, you'll you'll be wondering why you didn't do it before because you'll be like, oh, this is way easier, and you'll say it's boring. Because it's it's definitely not there's not an, as much going on as with a healer or uh, like a power feeding class or a pet class or um, you know there's no curing there's no taunting there's no there's no buffs really I mean you know there's not much to worry about it's very self sufficient and it's it's very easy okay okay fair enough. 
but in my mind's eye, I had already picked out he was going to be from Nariac, he was going to be a dark elf, and he was going to be a ranger. Why? Because I've, I remember when we were playing tabletop D&D one day, and our DM always liked to mix in a, a well-known character from, from, the, from the Forgotten Realms universe. And there was one day we, our, our band of adventurers, very low-level adventurers, uh, would get their first quest from one of these you know, iconic NPCs in the, in, in, the, in the universe. And we met Drizzt Dwarden. And for some reason, I couldn't say his name correctly. So when I had to speak to him, the best that I could come up with was Drizzle Doormat, <laughs> which was a horribly bad butchering of his name. And ever since then, I've kind of always wanted to have a Dark Elf Ranger in a request, too, <laughs> named Drizzle Doormat. <laughs> so right before the Insta-85 scheme out, I even went up to EQ2U and checked to see if there were any characters on Rust named Drizzle that I, that I was going to have to maybe uh, change the spelling or something like that. And, you know, we were talking about it the other night in, in our uh, questing group. And, and, and actually, Ali, I have to credit you. You're the one who kind of made a comment that convinced me not to make an Insta-85 ranger. And, and just about what you were talking about a moment ago is that it's, it's fun to blow stuff up and it's fun to level that sort of stuff. You want to, you want to spend those 85 levels on something that is, and I'm, I'm using air quotes, you can't see me right now, unfun, mm-hmm. right? Like, like your healer, the, the thing that you have to grind 85 levels on right. slowly. Very slowly. And it made me think about my, my Beast Lord. And, you know, I take him out every so often. Uh, especially around the the double XP weekends, and you know, I like playing him at times. Why? Because he kills stuff really fast. He gets skill ups. I see the XP bar move. I mean, he's only in his fifties, maybe low sixties or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's out in Lava Storm where he's a little OP'd for that sort of stuff, and he's kind of following th- the storyline, which gets you the gear that you kind of need through that that expansion area. So it's fun to do that. It's like you said earlier, it's fun to blow stuff up. Yeah. And that character can do that. And, and I see the results of that. I see the skill ups. I see the little mini dings. I see the dings. I see AAs. So if I was to make an Insta 85 Ranger, I was going to miss out on all that. Yeah. And that's kind of fun. You know, being the, being the big tough guy is sometimes fun. Uh, I often talk about why I like mentoring sometimes. Well, I like being the big dwarf. Right. Going back to Stormhold and laying waste because yeah. I remember being wasted in there many, many oh, times, my. right? Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, so being that OP character and being that veteran player that, that both you and I are, uh, we understand the mechanics. We understand these zones. We kind of do know what's around the next corner a little bit. So we have that leg up for us. So we're able to even blow stuff up bigger. Yeah. Make a bigger boom kind of thing. So uh, it was actually you you making that point to me the other night that said, you know, maybe you don't. And I, and I kind of agreed with that. I, I don't want to lose that that explosion feeling I get and and that, that, that seeing successes, getting those tick marks, those levels, those AAs, those dings, uh, that, that chime sound, the, the ding sound that we hear when we do go up. Which now gets louder. Is it louder now? Well, it's it starts small, but like 
the the higher you level, I don't remember when they changed the sound effects. Well, you wouldn't know because you turn your sound off, but True. your ding is louder the bigger the number. Okay. So like when you when you're level two, it's a smaller ding. And then your ding gets louder progressively. Oh, that's cool. I never knew that. That's pretty cool. I'm pretty sure I I I I could be completely, you know, imagining things, but like it's not just the I feel like the visual is different as well. Okay. More involved the higher you get. Maybe somebody who knows for a fact can tell me, but I I don't remember when they redid sound effects, but at some point they did and I feel like the levels uh, was the dings that changed. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I come back to what you were saying there, and I and I really do agree with it. You should spend your level eighty-five, you know, especially if you're a veteran, on something that's unfun that really is a grind. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. The DPS classes at lower levels are not a grind. They're they're fun to blow stuff up with. Yeah. So uh, here we are. We're kind of towards the tail end of being able to make the free Insta eighty-five, and I still haven't done it. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, maybe I don't want to. Yeah, I, I thought about that too. I haven't done it yet either. Um, but I was talking to somebody else who basically said, you know, just do it because it's free. And if you change your mind later and you don't want to play that character, you can get rid of it. But at least, you know, you have the option of using that free thing when you had the chance. So there's two healing classes remaining that I have never rolled. And I have two accounts, which the second one I'm going to let go. I'm going to let it go um, because I haven't been playing it. And now that silver has some restrictions removed, I'm going to just let it go. Okay. Silver. Well, um, so I'm gonna, can I say I mean, this about your other class or your other account? If you let it go and it comes back, Allie, that means it loves you. Right. Well, I, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, let it go silver. And I mean, there's classes on there that, you know, my intention originally was to get back to one account because I haven't been able to play both. I haven't been able to box since AOD came out or maybe it was DOV, the first part, part one. I don't know. It's been a long time. So there's no point in having two accounts uh, because I can't play them <laughs> So uh, I might as well just let it go. And I I was like, you know, I bought all of these extra character slots on my main account. This is going to sound so stupid. I bought all these extra character slots because I had all this, you know, they, they had like a deal on the character slots one time. I don't remember when it was, but I had all this station cash. So I used that to buy extra slots, which I've since rolled you know i let my son roll a tune and use up one of the slots i mean i bought the number of slots that i needed to transfer characters from my other account so i let him roll one and i rolled another one i think i've used up three slots total of the ones that i bought and i bought i think six so i need to buy three more slots and then i would need to transfer those characters over which is like 35 bucks a pop Right. Right. But wouldn't you just, you know, like you said, no, just let it lapse and just keep it at silver now. Maybe. But yeah, I don't know. I could never 
I don't know. I had this idea in my head that all the characters could be on my legacy, you know, my long-term account. Sure, sure. But it might screw things up, though, because, you know, that account is only from 2009. I don't know. I, I It probably would screw things up. Those characters wouldn't get, like, the veteran rewards, even though the account ages. I don't know. It would be uh, all wacky. And, and really, like you were saying, so, you, so if you have those open character slots still... Um, and, and especially being in the boat that we are as veteran players, you have veteran bonus for your XP and that sort of stuff. Would it would it really be all that painful to recreate that tune and just PL them all the way up if you wanted it that badly? Yeah, but see, it's you can't just get another character. You can't just make another one and say that it's good enough because okay. I. I there won't I can't it's like saying oh we'll just replace the kid you have with a new one. Fair enough. I can't do that. I mean, I have um characters that I have, you know, you know, you spend time making their faces just right and their fur just right and their I mean, I spent all that time to level them up to where they're at. I Okay. I just can't see blowing them away and then starting over and pretending that's the same character. It's not. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's a new character. Okay. I didn't realize you had such a deep emotional tie to them on the second Well, account. the Shadow Knight I do. I really like the Shadow Knight. Okay. Um, She has personality. And my coercer has personality, too. I don't, I don't want to, like, just let him go. I'd rather transfer them over, you know? Like, it's fine for them to move. It's not fine for them to, like, stop existing. And then be reborn, and and expect that to be the same thing. It's not the okay. same thing. Eh, it's just a weird thing. I don't know. It's like saying, you know, well, I'll just get a new dog, and it's uh, after I, your dog I'm certainly dies. not suggesting <laughs> you replace you. You put your kids on free to play, you know, or your pets. I'm not suggesting you know, let your dogs go silver right. no. <laughs> or bronze. I can't, I can't do that. I just can't do it. Fair enough. Uh, oh. But uh, I mean, again, the other option too is you know with with some of the res- uh, with some of the restrictions that they have lightened, right? Yeah. Uh, those silver uh, accounts now can wear fabled gear. Right. They can't have masters per se, but you you could get around that if you wanted to master them up uh, by buying a chrono for one month, making yourself gold again, mastering them, and then letting it lapse the following month. That sounds very high maintenance. Uh, well, you know, I heard a lot of people talking recently about the, the changes that they've made, uh, especially when it when it comes to the gear. Saying, "Well, gee, I've you know, much like you, Ellie, I have two accounts. Yeah, I've been, I've had two gold accounts that I've been paying for. Well, why am I? Well, you know, the restrictions are not that restrictive anymore on the silver, uh, or, or on that second account for me rather that I couldn't afford to allow it." To go to silver. Yeah. You know, I can't broker on that account. I can't have masters. But I can wear fabled gear, which was which was one of the major reasons. That whole gear locking thing was one of the major reasons to keep it up. Yeah. Uh, I Sending mail or, or uh, guild and the guild level restrictions, uh, not that bad. I could live with those because I've got my other gold account. Who, if I really need that sort of stuff, I can do it and kind of maybe hand it off to them or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no more uh, platinum level restriction uh, on, on the accounts either. So uh, I've heard a lot of people say 
gee, maybe that second gold account that I've been carrying around, I can afford to let it lapse to silver level if I want. Yeah. And I wonder, you know, if they do that, whether or not, uh, and, I, and I would imagine, though, there are far smarter people at SOE than us here thinking, wouldn't a lot of players are going to do that? You know, are they going to lose a lot of subscriptions uh, to people allowing their second gold accounts to lapse into silver mode? Yeah. I would have to think that they've probably thought that all through. I, I would imagine it's a trade-off. You know, you probably lose some people to silver who have second or third accounts. But I would imagine doing that or giving that reward or that let uh, laxing the rules a bit is is maybe an encouragement to new players. Because that, I think, was a frustration, the Fabled Gear thing. Oh, I think it was the, the biggest frustration on them. Uh, and what it might drive up to is, you know, uh, people going and buying Chrono to gold up that account for a certain amount of time if they want for a little while. Right. If there's something that they really want to do, you know what? I only have to go gold for a month. And right. I can do it through the Chrono. I, uh, either, which you I know, can some, buy for in-game. Which I can buy for in-game. So if I don't even want to spend the dollars, the real-world dollars on, somebody else will have for me. and then I. So at the end result, though, uh, SOE is still getting their $15 for, for that one month. Right. Whether or not the person who's actually exercising it is the one who actually paid for it. Right. With real world dollars. So uh, I, I think that's exciting. I, I, I think it's going to allow a lot of people um, a lot more flexibility. And I think when you have flexibility, you tend to want to spend more. I'm sure there's some Gartner Group report out there that says, you know, given people more options, they end up spending more. Yeah. Because they work around all these options and, and pick and choose the a la carte. We're seeing that, I think, with AOD. Yeah. You know, back in the day, no, 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 almost fist pounding on the table. No, we're not going to carve up AOD. You have to buy the whole thing. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, yeah, you can buy the Mercs. You could buy the Reforging. You can buy the, the Beast Lord as, as a la carte. Uh-huh. I think a lot of players might do that because there's certain things that they say, you know, I really want Mercs and I really want Beast Lords, but I have no interest in highly successful dungeon making. Yeah, and I think um, I think it's been long enough with the AOD, you know, that they can afford to kind of take that risk if it's a risk, you know, to say, okay, let's give this a try, this whole a la carte thing, you know, and I, it's been long enough that it's been out, and and it it is very much there are aspects of AOD that are absolutely must-haves like reforging if you're going to continue playing reforging is is critical i believe um i you know i don't know about that i i guess i don't place the highest value on reforging oh i place a great amount of of value on reforging if i had to say that there is one feature although i guess you know really comes down to your definition i would argue maybe that the gotta have feature is mercenaries. I would say that's up there too, but for me, reforging is because it's because somebody's doing it. Now I have to have it. Sure. Because somebody's doing it, I have to be able to do it too so that I can be as good. Mm-hmm. If there's any leg up that anybody else has, I want to have the same leg up. The reason I think that mercenaries is by far the most popular, it's based on 
the fact that the most popular play style, in my opinion at the moment, is solo. Right. Oh, I, I'm not saying I don't. I think that's. I agree. It's definitely probably the most popular. But for me, the gotta have is the reforging, and I think it's the gotta have for any long term player who actually, you know, is playing the game still and is no doubt in a guild at this point. And I would imagine you're running some kind of groups, and I would imagine that you want to be the best at whatever you do. And I would imagine that the best way to do that is to reforge mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some of your stuff to tweak. And, you know, I think, yes, I agree. The vast majority of players are solo. But even solo players want to min-max. Yeah, and I guess it really kind of depends on your your definition of which one is the best, right? You know, the one that I'm kind of maybe referring to is the one that would be the most popular. The one that maybe has the best value add or the best bang for its buck might be reforging. Yeah. In terms of affecting gameplay, but uh the most popular choice because the most the largest population of players is solo and that's what they might gravitate uh, gravitate gravitate towards first mm-hmm. is the merc allows me to consume more content. Yeah. Definitely. Quick little funny story. I actually even busted out the merc today, Allie. Really? Oh yeah. What kind of merc do you run around with? Uh, I run around with the elite merc. I, I think we talked about this in a previous show about my losing my elite merc and getting it back. What class? I believe she is a brigand. Ah, okay. It is the, the snake lady. Okay. Matri Dutt. So you carry around a snake in your pocket? A huge snake lady in my pocket, Allie, yes. Okay. And let me say this. She is very glad to meet you. I'm sure. <laughs> but I'm bummed. Actually, it was funny. I got a good look at her today because, to be honest, I normally don't use her. Uh, she's actually pretty cool looking. The artwork on her is very cool. Uh, for a snake lady, she actually wears this armor. Really? Like, on her snake parts. Re- on <laughs> her snake parts. <laughs> she wears armor on her snake parts. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not sure what that means, but um, okay. What kind of parts do snake have next time ellie when we're grouped i'll show you my snake lady <laughs> can you describe these snake parts uh, yeah, the, the lower torso of the snake lady where her upper body is her lady parts and then the bottom heart is her snake body and she okay. has like banded armor around her snake part down her waist area she has banded armor on her snake parts yes in like, the lower regions yes yes <laughs> Okay. Okay. I, I'm afraid to ask what the snake parts. Well, those are – well, she's uh, much like the the snake people, snake ladies down there in uh, – what was that? Over there in the Mystic Lake there. What was that? So Nazara. Don't they have – I mean if it's a snake, there's really no parts. Well, she needs to protect her body. And, and she's got seashells in all the right places, of course. And seaweed maybe. Yes, yes. So she's 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 doing okay. Uh, we were we uh, I was in a an instance we were farming shinies, and uh, a berserker and I realized that the two of us are not the best DPS complement out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, and some fights were going way too long. Okay. So uh, the berserker whipped out the Kenny doll. Okay. And uh, Delmon whipped out the Snake Lady. Okay. And uh, I gotta say, both of the, both of the elite marks are, have really cool models to them. Both Kenny and uh, Matri look really, really cool. I don't think I've seen either one. Okay. Well, again, next time when we're group alley, I will show you my snake. All right. And what's up with this 
Kenny. He's another elite. He's a, a mystic, I think. He okay. looks like a Billy doll. Kind of like oh. a Billy doll, but he's a fancy Billy doll. A fancy Billy doll. Okay. I'll have to check it out. Okay. Cool. Uh, but but getting back, I didn't mean to take us down that path there, but getting back to the Insta-85s. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we, I think we both agree that, or at least I agreed at one point, I guess I agreed with myself, <laughs> that this was a good thing. Uh-huh. You in the past were kind of, I don't know if, if Instamax levels are a good reason, or a good thing, rather. Not right. It's about a good thing. Have yeah. you softened it all in the sun on that, or are you still kind of like, this is not really the, a good thing for EQ2? Uh, you know, I was a little shocked when this announcement happened, I got to say. Okay. Um, I was shocked because I never in a million years thought they would actually do it. You know, because we've talked about it for years as a, you know, because there was that one thing that Smoke Jumper floated a long time ago and people jumped down his throat. Like people went ape shit on him. <laughs> uh, yes. Pardon my French, Canadian. Uh, <laughs> in that thread, I mean, they just jumped all over him. And, you know, he backed off and he was like, you know, it was a question it's just conversation. I'm just talking to you, you know, finding out what you think. And people got all conspiratorial and, oh, you're full of crap. And, you know, people, it just was crazy. It was a crazy thread. And I just, I couldn't look at it anymore because people are like, um, with the tinfoil hats. Right. So, I never in a million years thought they would do it. I thought it was just one of these crazy, you know, uh, ideas that come from the player. Well, it came from Dave, but the idea that they would actually do it. I thought, no, they're never going to do that. <laughs> they're never going to do that. It's almost like we gave them permission to do it by talking about it so much. Okay. I feel like we gave them permission to do it. I wonder, do you think... I don't mean me and you. I mean the players in general. By talking about it, and some people like saying, well, you know, kind of, well, I think it would make more sense because then grinding up, you know, if you're going to grind anyway, you might as well, la, la, la. I feel like we gave them permission to do it, and they said, okay, well, let's do it. And they they decided to do it. And But here's my thing. It's not max level. It's 85. It's 10 levels below max level. Why? If you're going to do it, go all the way. Okay. That's the way I look at it. I don't see any reason to go. If you're going to go 85, why don't you just go to 95? Because everybody's going to, you can't make people play those 10 levels. If they want to play 10, then they should play 95. Right? That's the way I look at it. If if you want to play 10 levels, play 95 levels. But if you don't want to play 85 levels, why would you want to play 10? You might as well just make it 95. You think anyone's actually playing 10 levels from 85 to 95? Do I think? Well, you think 20% of people are. I think yes. 5% of people are. Um, I'll say this. I think if I had to pick, I think they'll play levels 85 to 92. Uh-huh. And then they'll grind because that last... 92 to 93, uh, 92, 93, 94 is like a marathon. Yeah. It is forever. Yeah. 
But let me ask you this. I just want to go back to something you were saying earlier. Uh, when you said you were surprised, uh-huh. do you think you were still surprised? Because when we kind of both had Holly on and then we had Candor on and we talked to both of them, yeah, both of them seemed to kind of give uh, their opinion that they feel that in the MMO space, in the EQ2 space, that you should earn your rewards. Mm-hmm. And they weren't necessarily, because although it was in the context of SLRing. Yeah. Um, and I, I think you could maybe put a, a little bit, a little bit of, of the insta-maxing of a character in SLRing a little bit. You're buying the reward. You're buying the success, right? You're buying yeah. the completion. You didn't actually get those levels per se. Right. Uh, and they both indicated they weren't really super keen on it. Yeah. So did you feel that maybe because of their kind of commentary about that, that you were surprised that they gave into this sort of thing? Maybe. Um, I guess I, you know, I think about it like this. I I watch my son do puzzles when you go to a restaurant, right? They have like the kids menu. Sure. I the play kids- those. I do. I work on those too. Okay, well, the kids' menu has little puzzles. They have a maze. They have um, word games and problems and whatever. And I see him do these things, and he's done in like three minutes or less with everything. Like, wow, is it really that easy? And he said, well, I saw the answer. I can read upside down. And I'm like, what's the point of doing the puzzle if you're just going to cheat and read the answer? Why bother? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you actually get anything out of doing that? Isn't that the same thing? I'm not saying it's cheating. I'm saying what is the point of doing the puzzle if you're just going to look at the answer and just write that answer down? You didn't actually do anything. You just read upside down and wrote down the answer that the answer told you. You didn't think. You just did it. So what are you doing? That's not doing a puzzle. That's like looking at the answers of a crossword puzzle. What's the point? What's the point, Del? Uh, okay. Answer me that. What I, is the point? I, I, I think I can take an, a shot at the answer of that. Okay. I, it really comes down to what is the fun, right? Yes. So for okay. some people, the, they say the journey is the fun, right? Yes. Right? Yeah. And I think that's your kind of position. You know, the, fun, I, is I, in, the fun is in getting there, not being there. Maybe that's the old way of thinking that right. it's, it's and in more your fun to play case, than to get the answer. I in don't your know. In case, finishing is finishing the fun. Finishing is the fun, I guess. Not necessarily Being how I got there, but it's just the fact of saying, see, Mommy, I'm done. I did this. <sighs> not how I did it, but I'm done. Mm. Uh, I, and I'm not saying either is or is not fun. I'm just maybe trying to answer where is the fun to your question. Uh, I think it all depends on your definition of what is the fun. Yeah. Now, in the MMO space, you know, the, we were kind of just talking about, there, I think there's a clear definition we were talking about earlier about blowing stuff up is right. fun. Grinding a healer at tortoise race or tortoise speed, rather, might not be fun. The fun think- is seeing the skill-ups and the booms and the dings and all that. On a healer, those are spread out and further and farther between. Yeah, I got to imagine, though, there are different types of people who just – are rewarded by different things, you know? And I really believe, I mean, just like in life, you know, do you ever like look around and go, man, I could never do that job. 
You know, like I I, I go to school, I drop off my kid and I'm like, man, I could never do that job of a teacher. I say that about that I actually have. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, and I think like I feel that way about certain classes in EQ2. I could never do that job. I could never be the healer ever. I would be so bad at it. I would be too busy focusing on trying to DPS (laughs) because that's what I like. Uh, I don't want to be bothered with all this curing people. <laughs> cure your damn self. What do you think there's cure potions for? I can tell you there are two jobs out there that I could never do. And the first one is food services because, one, I don't know how waiters and waitresses manage to keep orders straight. I'm, I'm wildly impressed when they don't write it down and they can remember all the drinks and all the hors d'oeuvres and salads and dressings and all that business. Uh, the other part of food services is would be uh, if anybody ever told me that they were unhappy with what I brought them, I'd tell them to shut up and eat it because that's what I was told as a kid, right? And this, the other job I couldn't do is L2 for tech support. L2. Yeah, or, or you know, as tech support, the people calling in with, with problems and, and me troubleshooting their problems. I, I just don't have the patience for people who don't – who are using their CD-ROM uh, trays as drink holders. Oh. Or talking into their mice. Because only people who are like that, are those are the only ones who call tech support? Exactly. exactly. I, I just wouldn't have the patience to do that job. Oh, okay. That's just me. Yeah. Uh, and that's okay. Hey, I know where my limitations are. Right. But, it's but, good but, to know. It's yep. good to know. When it comes to the MMO space, the class that, the, that I could not be is I could not be a tank. I could not be a fighter in, oh, in I MMO. Could not. I could never be a tank. Because I would be sitting there and every five seconds out of my mouth would be heal me, heal me, heal me. I'm at 95%. Heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me. I'm at 99%. Heal me now. I I don't know how those red classes tolerate me healing them. I think they have to. They put a tremendous amount of faith. And maybe that's my problem. I have no no faith in other people. Well, I think they, you know what? I don't think it's faith. I think they accept death. <laughs> There's a difference between having faith and accepting death. Fair enough, fair enough. Although when I'm in when I'm in the healer role, because I know I know when death is coming because I'm either not healed or it's not gonna the healer's not gonna finish in time. Right. The, the the guy in red there are red classes. They're just standing there and they are just hoping hoping Dell's getting it right. I don't There's think they're hoping. Do about it. They just hope Dell's getting it right. You know what? I don't think they're hoping. Here's what I think. I think they just jump. They just jump. And if you're not there, guess what? You they screwed go, up. They you go, screwed up, not me. <laughs> right? And and how many times have you seen I just love it when like when the tank's running out really quick and it's it's almost like a test of how fast the healers can run and press buttons at the same time and not care about loot from the previous uh, uh encounter. <laughs> Because, like, the tank goes out there and and you can see there's a, a little bit of a lag. And then and then people are trying to catch up and then, bang, he's dead. That is splat. Uh, and, num- there's no catching up. The, the number one cause of death of the main tank on our raids <laughs> is healer loot. Yes. Because I'm looking at the loot and they're running off to the next encounter. Right. 
that's what kills them most often is that I they just, run off and pulled and I'm still back at the chest saying, do I, is that an upgrade for me? Do I like that? Do I want that? Let me think about that for a moment. Is there an appearance on that? Yeah, look at the appearance on that too while I'm here. What's Meet the up. random role for appearance? Can you tell me that? So uh, those are the, that I couldn't do that. I could not play a, a fight because uh, I, again, in, in the back of my head, and I think we've talked about this. I always assume fighters know the encounter. Right. They know how to block, where to pull it, when to turn it, when to spin, you know, all those things. Uh, I expect them to be, quote unquote, the leader. Right. Uh, So, and they put a tremendous amount of faith in that. Maybe they don't watch their health bar. Maybe that's something they just don't don't pay attention to because there's nothing they, in general, can do about it. Uh, The healer's either going to get it right or he or she is not. And that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. So uh, those those are the two class the, the the well those are the two jobs I couldn't do and in game that is the one class I could never do. I uh, could never do that. I think they're doing a lot more than that though. I I think they are watching their health bar, but I don't think they're watching it as much as things they actually have control over, like aggro, positioning, and um, other stuff. I think there's a lot more stuff going on than either you or I are aware of. And probably me more than you being less aware um, because I don't really have to pay attention to that much. I know it sounds really awful, but it's true. And thank goodness that I don't have to pay attention to more things because if I did, I'd be in huge trouble because it's already maximum alley attention span. And, and I'll say this. One of the reasons why I've always liked the healer and I'll, I'll say this a little bit in tongue-in-cheek, but there is a shred of truth underneath it is I, I like the God complex that it gives me. See, I would not like that. I would not like anyone looking at me for saving them. I, that makes me really uncomfortable. I would I would have a hard time anyone relying on me for anything. That makes me very uncomfortable. Well, I'll say this. It's not that I save them. It's basically I choose not to let them die. That's a very interesting way of putting it. And it's, it's, it's very deep and profound. Uh, and th- and that's, the, that's where the God complex comes from a little bit is I get to decide who lives and dies. Well. You know, now, well, I, I, that's a very bold statement. but uh, And it maybe goes back to EQ1 a little bit more where sometimes you had to decide I'm going to heal him. Yeah. And not him. Yeah. Because he's the tank and I can deal with that DPS dying. You know, I heal my tank, I heal my crowd control, and then everybody else gets healed, you know, after them. So there was was a progression in terms of what do I do now? Not so much in EQ2 anymore because we have so many group cures and so many procs that are procking on the group, I think. I I don't have to usually make those types of decisions. Although I did the other day, my group cure was down. Now I have to decide who do I cure first? Well, the tank got cured first and the DPS at the bottom uh, I didn't have enough time to get down the list. So right. unfortunately, the, the ranger in my group had to die mm. because I couldn't get to them all. So I that did in that case. Make a, I made a choice of who get who gets priority. Oh, was that me? It wasn't you, actually. It was, it was another ranger. Oh, uh, there's no other ranger. Uh, sometimes there's another. I know. Oh, okay. Uh, but it was unfortunate. He was in the six hole, and it took me, you know, three three or four clicks to get down the list and one too many ticks. Versus well, not enough clicks. Right. We know we're used to dying. We're also used to being the sacrificial lamb. Mm-hmm. And we know that it's okay for us to die. 
It's okay. Yeah. Because we're not that important. But, you know, it is powerful being a ranger, knowing that you could kill 23 people. Uh, well, you mean in terms of getting the, the, the raid killed or killing 23 mobs? Oh, no. Killing 23 of your closest friends with one arrow. <laughs> or even a... Not an arrow. I could kill. I could kill twenty three people. Well, twenty four, including myself, with um, you know, with anything. Doesn't even have to use an arrow. Right. Use my my butt. <laughs> butt pull. Butt pull. Uh, but that's why I I enjoy the healer class. It's it's you know as uh, I exaggerated by saying I get to choose who lives and dies. I I like being in that position where I get to pick how this is going to f- unfold a little bit, and that's in my control. Uh, when I'm not in that healer position, I am constantly watching my own health bar and hoping the healer is, is healing. Uh, maybe I don't trust people well enough. Uh, I don't trust that other person you know, in that role to, to do a good job. Uh, so I like being in control of, of that aspect of the gameplay of deciding whether or not we're going to live through this. Yeah, I think if you didn't play – if you played another tune – uh, I think you would have to like get out of that habit of looking at your health bar because you can't do anything about it. Uh, and if yes. you just simply, I mean, there are a few times when I see my healer die or is otherwise engaged in um, a joust or a, you know, I have to get out because of this curse or whatever. And I'm, if I see that I'm more extra attentive to, keeping alive you know and if i have one of those little spherical things what do you call that stupid thing the little healy thing the little healy sphere thing that you click on and it it heals your group you know what i'm talking about uh to be honest no because if it i wouldn't click a little spherey thing to heal my group i'd click my group heal well (laughs) when you're you need the little sphere thingy to click on okay. and i have that hot bard just right next to the hearts and the shards right um and my mana stone and all those little clicky things and you know occasionally i will throw that out there just if there's something wrong with my healer um but for the most part i don't pay attention to my health i pay attention to my healer when i think about it you know i make sure i'm in the right place and I don't think about my health. I just trust and I just do my thing because it's my job to, to kill stuff. It's not my job to worry about staying alive. Even though one of the raid strats that we get on certain mobs is don't die. How is that a raid strat? That's not a raid strat. Don't say don't die. Well, hopefully they're talking to the healers. I think they're just talking to everybody. Don't sure. do stupid things. Don't, do stu- don't be stupid. Yeah, joust the joust, cure, cure, kill the ads, cure the cure the curse, right. kill the mob. Yeah. Simple raid strat, and then lose the chest. If you get aggro, run to the tank. Right, but I wonder too. You know, here we are talking about some of these behaviors uh, for those insta eighty fives. You know, and you always said one of the reasons why you weren't super keen on the the insta eighty five or the insta max level character that we talked about was that you learn your class. Yeah. Over that time, do you do you still subscribe to that theory or? Well, I gotta be honest. I don't think anybody's learning anything anymore. I think the only way you learn your class anymore is by playing at end game, where other people are. Right, which is like, that you know kind of 
one through ninety four you play one way. Yeah. And at ninety five you play another. Yeah. So I think learning happens when you hit ninety five and you go to your first heroic zone and somebody dresses you down in group and says, Why are you doing X? Or why aren't you doing X? Or, you know, what's wrong with you, moron? Or, you know what I mean? I mean, you, you kind of learn <laughs> to do things by trial and error. And the only way is by kind of being schooled a little bit. Either by other people, which I think is the most powerful way, or by accident. You know, I mean, you can kind of like tough your way there. You know, I really think you can tough your way through anything and not realize that you're doing it wrong until somebody tells you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I think, you know, I think the greatest examples of that would be, you know, the red classes. Uh, if they're playing the game solo, which is probably the, the vast majority of the way low level players come along. Why would you ever need a taunt? Right. When you're a solo, you never need to taunt. So if you truly are playing that one to ninety four one way, when when we and when I refer to that, I'm referring to playing it solo in Overland content. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden you reach ninety five and your gameplay shifts from solo Overland content to instances and dungeons and group play or potentially raid play. Now all of a sudden that one ability, that one skill set that you've never had to use or never even needed needed. Why would you need to taunt when it's when you're the by yourself? Right. I can't think of a scenario where you need to learn how to taunt when you're single pulling mobs and killing them yourself. Well, plus if you're jumping into um, Dungeon Finder. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, hey, there's a, there's a great segue. Great job, Ellie. I was reading on the forums about, about Dungeon Finder. And we were talking about, you know, how many of these players that we think that are coming back are, are new to the game or, they, or these max 85s, uh, Insta 85 levels, how many of them are players coming new to the game are just veteran players making new alts. And there was a thread on the forums, and I didn't think of this until I, until I was reading it, but I have to really agree with the author of it, saying they really might have done themselves a disservice, and they being SOE, might have done themselves a disservice by not fixing Dungeon Finder before they launched the heroic characters. Mm. Uh, because a lot of players who are coming back from other games, uh, particularly, I think, Warcraft where they do have a robust dungeon-finding system that yeah. is functional, uh, they're coming back. They're, they're, they're these insta-max-level max characters, uh, proverbially. They entice you with play the game, play, get to the end game faster. Well, the end game is all about heroics and instances and raids and all that sort of business. And they don't have a robust or functional dungeon-finding system. Well, and especially if, you know, you're coming from um, Warcraft or something where, you know, you expect to have a little MMO in your MMO, right? Absolutely. I mean, isn't that why people play MMOs? It's a group. So, you know, you go to do some heroics and you're new to the game, kind of. You're not new to MMOs, but you're new to the game and you know what you want and you want to go find a heroic group. And the easiest way to do that, you would imagine, would be through Dungeon Finder. So, and, yeah, I think that's a good point. And I've even seen it come up a couple times in level chat uh, from what I would imagine to be, again, players coming to the game at 85 saying, so 
dungeon finder, where is everybody? Yeah. Uh, and interestingly enough, I know, I think I talked about my, uh, my D&D friend coming back to EQ2 after all these years. Yeah. And we were going over a few things uh, out in New Hallis with him. And I'll tell you, one of the first five questions he asked is, how do I find uh, the dungeon finders? Does this tool get me a group and all that sort of thing? How do I do that sort of thing? Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. You know, that was one of the most important questions he asked after, is Blackborough still around? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and can you show me Blackborough? Like, yeah. uh, you're still level five. Uh, Blackborough's <laughs> a little over your head right now. I'll be happy to show it to you later. But if we yeah. go there right now, you're just going to get splatted the minute we go in. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of interesting, even, and he's coming from Warcraft as well, again, where, where I think there is that thriving heroic community that we kind of talked about in our last episode. Uh, and they have a tool that helps them do it. Yeah. So I think looking back, gee, if there was one thing SOE maybe could have done better about the uh, heroic characters was to have that tool functional. And, and you know, we know or the, the, we know we've been told it's coming with the expansion. Mm-hmm. If they had that ready when they launched these heroic characters, I think it would have even made the launch better. Yeah. Yeah, and I think maybe there's still a chance for that. Maybe they can get a second wind on the whole heroic character thing. If, you know, when the expansion comes out, maybe they can, um, you know, really make a big deal out of the Dungeon Finder 2.0. Right. Assuming that it's everything they claim it is. Uh, Really. Unfortunately, it's it's only a month off. Yeah. From, from the launch of the heroic characters. So fortunately, you know, hopefully it's not something that will be months and months away. Right. Uh, you know, the other the other side of that is you only get one chance to make a first impression. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're a returning, you know, Warcraft player who, you know, maybe tried EQ2 back in 2005 or something like that. And, oh, look, I want a group. I'm 85. I want to do heroic content because that's this is the end game. And that's what we do at end games and MMOs. We run dungeons and we raid, right? Yeah. Um, so I jump in this tool and then I'm, I'm the only one there and I'm sitting there for hours. Yeah. <laughs> like so sad. Obviously nobody's playing this game. Right. You know, so you, you leave that bad first impression, mm-hmm. uh, which is unfortunate. So, you know, hindsight being what it is, you know, maybe that would have been something that would have been cool if they had fixed for the launch of heroic characters as well. Yeah. Uh, but are you, do you think you're going to get one made before, uh, the free time runs out? You're going to squeeze yes. one in. Okay. I'm going to squeeze in two. I'm going to do one on the, uh, second account as well before I let it go silver. Okay. And I'm going to do on the alley account and use up yet another carrot slot. Uh, and then just decide later if I'm, if I'm going to merge the two. Uh, now the other thing was we had talked about the price point for these. Yes, we had. What do you think? It's thirty five hundred. I think once the free window is over, thirty five hundred station cash, which is thirty five dollars, if I'm doing my yeah. math correctly. Yeah. Uh, depending now, it, it, excluding let's exclude all the double and triple and bonus station cash and all that right. sort of business. So let's just say thirty five dollars. Do you think that's a good price point for? I do. An Insta eighty five. I do, and as a matter of fact, you probably don't remember this, but. We had talked about this when we did our fantasy pickums for this year, mm-hmm. and I predicted that it would be thirty five dollars for the level eighty fives because I figured, you know, twenty or twenty five was too little and fifty was too much, and thirty five seemed like a good price point, point. and it seemed reasonable for what you're getting. 
you know, it's it's basically enough incentive. You know, the 85 levels is enough incentive to do it. And thirty five dollars is enough, you know, kind of a price to pay for that. Yeah, I, 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 I do agree with you. I think it's it's not too expensive to say people uh, nobody's going to spend that amount. Yeah, but it's not too cheap to trivialize it. And you know, we were talking about earlier about you know Holly and Candor's comment about well, we we're not super keen on just giving giving away the store. Yeah, it's it's enough to yeah okay we can make some money off this because it's not too high but it's not too low and and that's why I think too it's eighty five. Yeah, it's not instant ninety five uh, because I think if you went instant ninety five, you're truly admitting. Nothing matters before that's true that is true uh so maybe the eighty five was this happy compromise it's close enough to the mm-hmm. it's it's the eighty twenty rule of the ninety five right right <laughs> you know it's it's close enough there's still some runway that you have to play the character to get a feel for it uh without so it's a it's a compromise to giving an insta character but not giving them an insta max level character, yeah. So that's why, you know, when, when people said, why 85? To me, it's just enough run room. It's 10 levels, the old tier, right? Mm-hmm. It's just enough uh, runway to say you got to do something, but it's not too much that you can't do it. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, and, and I like what the, I do have to say, I do like their implementation a little bit where they came up with the uh, buy it now button. You know, I want my 85 and I want to start going or I want to try before I buy. Yeah. Now you only get one level, I think it is. Okay, that should be enough, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh I would have thought maybe two or three, but one is what it is, so okay. Yeah. I, I think that was a good thing to say, hey, I want to try out a necro. Uh-huh. I've never played a necro, especially as a veteran, right? I've heard about this, they seem really cool. So you give it a whirl. Well, okay, this wasn't for me. I'm going back to whatever I really wanted then. I I, I tried it, I didn't buy it. Wasn't super keen after the one level. I got to see what life was like a little bit. Yeah, that uh, seems good. Now, now, what do you think? Do you uh, they they're giving folks flying mounts right off the bat? Yeah. Apparently, there's no more five day waiting period on that. Yeah, I. It's been long enough, I think, with the flying mounts. I, I believe you don't have to do epic repercussions anymore. Right. So you get your, you know, you know, you get your. Uh, uh, all that uh, stuff from ROK and and uh, was it Sunder uh, Frontier? Was it? Yeah, Sunday how, how does that work? Uh, to be honest, I don't know. All I heard is you don't have to do it; you just go hail a guy and only if you already have the mythical, right? Uh, again, I don't know. All I work? heard was in level chat, right? Because you know, if it's in level chat, it must be true, Ally. <laughs> Well, we don't have well, – I shouldn't say that because we, we don't have level chat anymore, right? Yeah. I heard it in the general channel now, which <laughs> actually I have to say, by the way, as a quick aside, great idea. No need for, what, 10 level channels anymore? Right. I, I like general, high level, and LFG. I'm in yeah. those and, I, and I, I like what they've done there. So kudos on that. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I heard. Oh, you don't have to do it anymore. You just go hail a guy and he gives it to you. That sounded like a little bit of a rounded up version of the story to me. Don't take that at face value, I guess. Yeah. But I don't think you have to go through all the arduous steps that, you know, necessarily we did back in the day when that content was relevant. It just makes me wonder how many other drudgery type things that are out there that an Insta85 should be auto-granted. He's being given a mount. He's maybe potentially being given an easier path to, to epic repercussions. 
speak like a dragon, is that still a requirement? Are we going to make Instamax levels, uh, especially veteran play or new players coming back, run around in all those zones and click on something 24 times? I don't think they're going to change that. I mean, there's only, you know, the only reason to change that in the first place is because of epic repercussions. And I think that's the only reason they did that to change uh, the speaks of dragon so that it was, you know, you could heirloom the, the quest instead of doing all the steps. You could heirloom the annoying part. Okay, sure. So I think, you know, and when they changed Epic Repercussions, I think they did that because of thinking about the extension of, you know, what does it mean to be 85 instantly? And what are the sticky, annoying things that are going to make people give up? Right. You certainly do not want to sour that experience right off the bat. Right. So you want to get rid of those points that might be annoying and you know, kind of like quit worthy, you know, you don't want people to just quit. Right. And I think players like old school Delmon, for example, who would have, you know, again, pounded their fist on the table saying, no, 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 I had to do it uphill both ways. You should too. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is important content. There's lore behind it. There's story and, and it's important. Because it teaches you manners, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, That that was true. Whatever, old man. Right. right. I'm agreeing with you. Go back in your house. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) My lawn, you crazy kids. Uh, While that may have been true, while it was relevant, it is no longer really relevant today. And you're going to burn people out by making them go back and do that. It's still there if they want to. Yeah. But you're not saying you have to, And, and I think that's important. Again. Um, and it comes to that you learn your class during your leveling. No, you don't. I think, again, there's no fun in running around doing gray stuff mm-hmm. uh, so that you can be competitive now, especially when you've kind of leapfrogged over it to begin with. Right, exactly. So, uh, I, and I think you're right. I think the team has done a good job of looking at some of those uh, gray prereq type things mm-hmm. so that players don't have to do them anymore. Yeah. So I think that's a good thing. Uh, so, you know, I've, I've always had in the back of my head that this is coming. You yeah. Know, because I've, I, I've convinced myself it was a good thing a while back. I think I don't want to say I was an early adopter of it. I, I certainly gave in on it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for this sort of stuff. And uh, so I'm glad to see that it came. I'm surprised it took as long as it did. I think they didn't sell it out by giving you Insta Max level, Insta 95. I think they did a good job by saying, okay – it's 85. It's close enough, but there's still some there's still some levels in there. There is still some content to do and to get you up to speed, especially if you're a new player who's coming back after years and years of being away. Yeah. So I, I so far from what I've seen, I think it's been a good implementation. Well, we'll see if it wins people back. I think it would be good to know what the outcome is, you know, if it's actually successful. Mm-hmm. And I think going forward, it'll be interesting to see, you know, after that two-week free window, yeah, how many they sell. I think they will sell them. I think there'll be players who will say, 35 bucks to skip over all that stuff, here's my money. Yeah. And I'll buy more accounts because of it. <laughs> I think it's a good thing. I, you know, I think I agree with you. The price point is there for it, and I think players will pay for it. Could be. 
do we want to talk a little bit about our least favorite and most favorite thing? Yeah, let's do that. Are you ready? I am ready. Am I going first? I don't know. Would you like to go first? I'll go first. All right. Okay. So, my <laughs> What's your least favorite thing this Apparently week? we didn't go over this in dress rehearsal. Uh, <laughs> my my least favorite this week is um Oh boy. Uh quests, Ellie, that involve collection turn-ins while doing the quest. Oh, you'll have to explain what that means. Yeah, so the Chandler Prelude quest. I haven't done that. Okay, fair enough. I'm doing it and I'm in an instance the other night. And I got to be honest, I wasn't super reading the text. I was reading the the quest text, but I wasn't super reading it carefully. And as I'm talking to the NPC, I see these green shinies appear on the ground. I'm like, okay, ooh, harvestables. Next thing I know, I'm getting pop-up after pop-up after pop-up of rewards. I'm like, what the heck is this? And I start clicking it. And after about 10 of these windows, I realize what they are. They're all the unturned-in collections that I had have suddenly become turned in. Without you realizing it. Without my realizing it. She never got a book over her head, but all of a sudden, she turned in all my quests, all my collections, and started giving me all these rewards. And now I'm P.O.'d, Allie. I have been saving those for for, uh, Tears of Vishan coming up for free XP. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm now in this instance, and I'm getting all these pop-ups and rewards of collections and house items and appearance gear. And now i got to start picking this stuff, and my bags are overflowing. I was not prepared for this alley. I was not happy. It's probably a good thing to get rid of them. What do you need XP for anyway? Well, when we have Dragon AAs with the upcoming expansion. <sighs> I lost all that. And, 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 Allie, this is where it really gets ugly. Why do you want to power through that anyway? Um, I don't know. But let me let me let me get this off. Let me finish getting off why I was really mad. Okay. She didn't let me pick up the shinies on the ground. Oh. She gave me credit for the quest and moved me ahead. Did she take away the shiny? Oh range? yes, they're gone. Oh. I never got no. a chance to collect those and turn them in and get a collection completion for them. Oh, no. Now you can't even see them. Now I can't see them, and I've already on on to the next step in the quest because she checked it off and moved me forward. She obviously interpreted the unturned-in collections as that a quest step. collection. Exactly. That's dumb. Yep. Meanwhile, I'm freaking out going, some of these rewards I'm getting are also additional Shinies oh, for no. collections of collections. So I got to go through this stuff with a tooth comb to make sure I'm not missing out on the really cool house item that I wanted because I took the armor piece. Or, it was just an unhappy moment, and I'm stuck in this instance, and I was just very, very unhappy about Especially it. Especially when you were already only partially reading, and you must have been probably ready to go to bed. Yes, I was not prepared to. I had planned to figure I will turn all these in on a Saturday afternoon when I have plenty of bag space and I'm ready to go through this all carefully and check off my to-do lists and all mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I was not ready for this. And then when she screwed me on the other collection, that's when the cartoon steam started coming out of my ears. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Are you going to petition? Uh. Well, I, I'm debating whether or not I can cancel the quest or, or delete the quest okay and start it all over again and yeah. when i go back in there then because i won't be on that step and i won't have completed that collection per se or any collection to, for that matter to do it again 
you don't have anything to turn in now. That's true. Exactly. So I'm hoping that fixes it. If not, <laughs> then I will probably go the uh, angry email approach to yes. customer service. That reminds me of a line from a great movie that is really awesome that you probably won't get. What do you got? What do you need a fancy suit for, Charlie? You got no job to wear it to. I don't get the reference. I know is you that, don't. Is, it's, is that it's the okay. Princess Bride? No, it's okay. from uh, Public Greenwich Village, one of the greatest movies of all time. Okay. <laughs> it probably didn't have a car chase or dinosaurs eating people. No. Then I didn't see it. There was a horse race, though. Okay. And there was a elevator shaft incident. <laughs> she said shaft. No. Okay, what's your least favorite thing? My least favorite um, is, I got to say, is that annoying spider mount that people are wearing. Okay. Because I, right now, I have hide all mounts on all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, the stupid spider mount is there, and it's giant, and it's creepy, and it's freaking me out. Okay. And you can't hide it. Uh, I've heard people complaining about the, the spider mount, saying that they have arachnophobia, and it bothers them. Yeah, I don't have arachnophobia. I don't care for uh, spiders, but I don't have. I wouldn't say I have arachnophobia. Uh, I got to be honest. To those people, I say you know, a pox on you. Listen, I I got squirrel phobia, <laughs> and nobody was out making posts about the flying squirrel mounts and people who are afraid of squirrels. Get over it. It's a game. It's not a real spider. Okay, please come on. <laughs> do you Girl. have squirrel phobia? I do have squirrel phobia. Really? I'm terrified of them with those little teeth and that. Really? Oh yeah. You're actually terrified of. Squ- you ever have a squirrel on you? It's very terrifying. I have. You had a squirrel on you. Uh, my therapist said I shouldn't have to talk about the squirrel on me anymore. Okay. Oh, <laughs> my most favorite, not involving squirrels. Yes. Is uh, it's kind of uh, hinged on my least favorite, because of all my collections being turned in, I crossed the 600 collection barrier. And I got the achievement, the 25-point achievement, Will Wipe Group for Shinies, Allie. That's awesome. Yep. That's a good deal. I, so you you made lemonade out of lemons. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I, I was going to say I made collection aid out of collections. But that doesn't make much sense. Uh, probably about as much sense as squirrel phobia does. But uh, yeah, so yeah, ticked off another achievement in 600. 600 shiny collections is a lot of collections, uh, collections along the way. That is quite a few. Yep. Yep. So what's your most favorite? So my most favorite is, you remember the LON packs that we get, the little freebies we get every month? And uh, there was one many years ago, years ago. There was one that, well, there were a couple that would give you a quest. Well, there was one that gave you a quest and one that gave you an instance. Mm-hmm. And I've been after the one that gave you the quest for since it came out, which, as a matter of fact, that pack came out. It's the Traveler's Pack, October 13th, 2009. I finally got the third part of the Back in Fashion quest in the LON Traveler's Pack. I finally got it the other day and was able to complete that quest. Now, did you just say that that expansion came out four years ago in LON? Yes, four so years ago. F- four years ago. Almost the- to the day, Del. Yes. Almost to the day. Uh, now, I, I was promised there'd be no math in yes. episode 71. Yes. But four years yes. times 12 months. 
Yeah. Times five packs a month. Yeah. Is how many packs? It is 240. 240. You open 240 packs. Well, I to get three say, re- reward cards effectively. I I believe there were maybe uh five to ten that I used on a different a different collection okay. pack or whatever you call it. Uh, and I did you you know to find something else. I was trying to get that um catapult the no the goblin catapult. Okay. So I that's my next you know I I wanted to stick to the one thing until I got it and then move to the next thing right. Okay. But still, even five to ten, a nominal amount out of well, two hundred plus. Well, I may have dabbled a little bit in other things because for a period of time, there was nothing coming out of Travelers. Okay, I was getting zero loot cards for months and months and months on end. I even posted a a thread in the forums at one point asking, "Is loot broken from Travelers?" Because, like, how is it possible that in like eight months I haven't gotten a single loot card? How is that possible? You know, and anybody could argue, well, random number generator, blah, blah, blah. BS. They broke it. They broke it and then they turn it back on again after somebody called them out. So I think I've been opening Traveler's Packs for so long that, you know, they figured people forgot about those things, you know, but, you know, people don't forget. We don't forget. We never forget. Uh, I have to say, Ellie, uh, kudos to you. That is talk about sticking with it. Yes. Hey, I got one more quest that you don't have. That is true. That is very true. And now I, I have I have probably 500 unopened packs myself, so I need to get going on Travelers. And you have many collections. Done. Yes, yes. So, all right. So, uh, I guess next up is, uh, are you smarter than a Delmon? I am. Uh, are you? Of course you are. Well... <laughs> Yes, because you knew not to turn in all your collections to some NPC in an instance when you weren't ready. <laughs> well, I actually knew better than to do the Prelude quest when it was fresh. Uh, no, I just didn't get around to it. So this, this time we have a something I'm calling By the Numbers. Okay. Ooh, or I, Are You Smarter? I, again, I thought we discussed no math here in episode 7. Oh, there's no math. Okay, there's no, no math. math. It's okay. All righty. It's, right. it's perfectly safe. Uh, by the numbers, there's normal mode and challenge mode, and basically I'm going to ask you some questions. And the deal is each one, the answer, there are 10 of them, right? So each one has an answer that is number 1 through 10. Okay. But each one is used only once. Okay. All right. I get that. I'm going to go challenge mode on this. I, if, if it's a fixed number, all I got to do is like get the, the number 1 through 10 to the right question. I think I can do this. Yes, so you you have to get all 10 for challenge mode. All right, I can do this. Now, I could do this a couple of different ways. I could read all of the questions to you, or you could do them one at a time and try and, like, rule out the numbers. Let's do it one at a time. All right. Okay, your first one is, how many times can the quest, this won't end well, be completed each year? And I'll give you a little hint. We're in Knights of the Dead. So all these questions are relating to Knights of the Dead. Okay. Uh, Let's pass on that one and we'll come back to it. All right. All right. The next one is, how many quests do you have to complete to get the Knights of the Dead devotee achievement? Let's pass on that one as well. All right. 
The headless horseman is what difficulty of mob? He's a times four. No, he's a times two. Okay, so your answer would be two. Two. Very good. And I'm going to tell you that is correct. Okay. So you can now rule out the two from your list of one through ten. Yes. How many volumes of Celebrations of the Dead recipe books are there? Skip that one as well. Yeah, yeah. I think this is probably wise course of action. In how many cities can you exchange candy into candy corn? Skip that one. <laughs> is that too hard? No. Okay. So far, I've only ruled out one. I'm hoping to pick off a few more before okay. I have to start the guessing. Okay. In which month does Knights of the Dead begin? The 10th. Very good. You guys, you guys only got one? All right. Good. How many Knights of the Dead achievements are there? There's either four or five. Well, you have you you have a, and, a multiple choice ish. Yep, and they're both on the board, so let's pass them. We'll come back to that one. Okay. How many waves of zombies attack Vicky during the Survive the Night quest? Four or five. <laughs> pass. Okay. How many items are in the Hedge Hollow? Cl- okay. Next. And this is the last one. How oh boy. many? How many reward levels were there in the old Giggle Gibber Trick or Treat game that was removed? How many reward levels were there in the old Giggle Gibble Giggle Gibber Trick or Treat game that was removed? Do you remember that game? I do remember that game. Okay, so so far I've only managed to eliminate the number ten and the number two. Mm-hmm. And, like, every one of those that you've asked, basically, I think, is somewhere between six and three. <laughs> so somehow I've got to find one of them that was obviously a number one. So i got to start picking stuff here. Yes. So I'm going to say that the, there was a question about the number of achievements. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say there are four achievements. You would be correct. There are four Knights of the Dead achievements. Okay. The other one that you had as a question mark of four or five was how many waves of zombie attack zombies attack Vicky during the survive the night quest. Okay. That could be six though, too. I don't know. See the, what, what I think would be most interesting. I wish I could eliminate the number one, one. And I you don't want me to read through them again. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's start with the first one that I haven't picked yet. Okay. How many times can the quest? This won't end. Well, be completed each year. That's got to be number one. It is number one. Okay, so we've gotten rid of that one. Next question. How many quests do you have to complete to get the Knights of the Dead devotee achievement? Now, that might be a trick question because one of them is already done because it's not repeatable. But it's still a quest that you have to complete. So I'm going to say it counts as in your numbers. I'm going on a best guess that when I, if I remember looking at the window, I think it was an even list on both sides. So I'm going to guess, this is a guess, that it's eight. That is incorrect. Do you want to hear all the questions you have remaining and how many numbers you have remaining? Uh, I have the numbers here. I have okay. three, five, six, seven, eight, and nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I'm going to say that that one's probably nine then. It's not nine either. Then it's going to be seven? It is seven. Okay. 
okay. So do you want me to read through the rest of them? Yeah. What's the next one? All right. How many volumes of Celebrations of the Dead recipe books are there? I'm going to say there are five. There are six. Six. Oh, I 50-50 and I choose poorly. Okay. In how many cities can you exchange candy into candy corn? Kinos, Freeport, Hallis, Kellathan, Nariak. Five. There's actually nine. Oh, nine cities? Yeah. Plus Gorwin, okay. And Majdul, I think. I didn't write them all down. I just wrote the number. Okay, fair enough. Nine. Wow. All right. Uh... How many waves of zombies attack Vicky during the Survive the Night quest? I'll say five to that one. That would be correct. All right. Yay. How many items are in the Hedge Hollow collection? Eight. Yes. And how many reward levels were there in the old Giggle Gibber Trick or Treat game that was removed? I would say safely now three. You can safely say that, yes, because you already have. All the other answers. But yes, there were three. And there are four rewards to the new replacement for that trick or treat game, which is the one in Antonica and Commonlands. Which Ghost is Hunter. not. Yeah. yeah. There's four levels to that one. The old one was three. So yeah, you only got three wrong. After all was said and done, I think it's a matter of narrowing down enough so that you can get the rest easily. Yeah, the, the, the cities once fooled me. I forgot about places like Majdul and yeah, yeah, where you can turn it because you know that's where people go when when you think of exchanging your candy for candy corn, you think of Majdul. <laughs> you think of Majdul and me. I, you know I what? Mean, I, I think of everything Majdul. You know, <laughs> because that's the hub. Yeah, that's I need to reforge. Let's let's go all to take, Let's all call the Majdul. Why can't I go to Majdul? Let Why can't I do and... all these things in Majdul? Let me ask you, Allie, when was the last time you cast Call of Row? When the other ones were down <laughs> and I needed to go somewhere and all my other calls were down. I can't even think of a time when all my other calls were down at this point. I I have used all my calls at some point when I have been doing chronoing down to do Ritz. Okay. City Ritz, you know, because I'm trying to get through. I'm still working on my... Um, my evil uh, city, Freeport uh, City Ritz. I'm still working on that because, you know, I'm still an evil tune. I haven't betrayed back over again yet. Okay. I've been working on this for over a year now, Dal. Do you think I'm going to stay evil forever? Uh, uh, who Stay evil? I thought you were evil to begin with, Allie. Oh, thanks. Ooh, ha, 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 ha. When I, when I think of the guy with the damsel tied up on the railroad tracks, I think of you, Allie. The dastardly with the twirly mustache. With the twirly mustache. I'm sorry, I don't have a mustache, but I, I'll, I'll try growing one during football season. <laughs> All right, then. So, do we have anything else for this, Allie, the 71st episode of the EQ2 Talk podcast? No, I think that pretty well wraps it up. All righty. Uh, so, then first, let's to everybody who took the time to download the podcast. We sure do hope that you enjoyed it. And Allie, as always, let's give a big shout out and thank you to this week's corporate sponsor, Quaker Instant Oatmeal. Allie, discover the goodness of Quaker Oats. Uh, Not sure if you've had a chance. Have you tried out the peaches and cream flavor? Gotta say, not a big fan of the oatmeal. 
Really? Really? Oh, that's that's too bad. I, I got to tell you, you know, peaches and cream, you know, that's what I want to wake up into the mo- wake up in the morning a steaming bowl of warm instant peaches and cream. It's going to help you reduce your cholesterol, Ali, if, if you're a little high on that. It's made from 100% whole grain Quaker oats. I'm not sure what a Quaker oat actually is. I guess it's a uh, an oat that wears a funny-looking hat. Uh, and it, it is a great source of calcium, iron, and eight, not seven, Ali, not six, not five, but eight other essential vitamins and minerals. Well, that's good to know. Yes. Yeah, so don't forget, start your day off right, Ali. Big bowl of microwavable Quaker instant oatmeal. You only got to add water. You can't screw this up. <laughs> are we? What are we doing? How do you reach us? We can. Uh, you can email us if you'd like to. Uh, right. You can. They can. You can email us if you want to talk to us, or complain, or you know. You want to send us an oatmeal? They want to send us an oatmeal. An, an instant oatmeal recipe. Or you could send us an Are You Smarter question. Yeah. You can write to me at Allie at EQ2Talk.com. And I'm Delmon at EQ2Talk.com. You can also reach us in-game. You can reach me at EQ2.unrest.alicious. That's A-L-I-S-C-I-O-U-S. Or you can reach me at EQ2.unrest.delmon, D-E-L-L-M-O-N. You can also check us out over there on the Facebook where we are facebook.com slash EQ2Talk. Or follow us on Twitter at EQ2Talk. Hope you'll all come back and join us for episode number 62. And say, trick or treat, Allie. Trick or treat, Allie. But maybe they want to join us for episode 72, since 62 is already 10 levels ago. Did I, did I say 62? You did. Nice.